Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Coming up on today's wrestling news, WWE just booked the worst debut ever. We have an update on Rey Mysterio following his injury on SmackDown. A major title change at the Great American Bash. And we have details on why Zelina Vega has been such a featured presence on WWE television. I'm Adam Wilborn. I'm Michael Sidgwick. And this is the news. So let's dive straight into it, Sidge. Last night was the Great American Bash. God bless you United States. And, uh, well, there was a major title change that, don't worry, we'll get into in due course. But never mind that, the worst debut ever's just happened. I will shed no tears for Gable Stevenson, okay? Yeah. But if you're WWE, and it's from your perspective, and you don't care about Gable Stevenson, or you're rather you do, why would you do that? Yeah. <laughs> so basically, NXT Great American Bash is Gable Stevenson's in-ring debut. He's going up against Baron Corbin. He throws a few suplexes. Uh, the crowd do not like him. Nope. They chant at him, you're not Angle, which he isn't, and um, in virtually every single way. And uh, they go to a double count out. The guy, and again, I will shed no tears for Gable Stevenson, just to clarify that once again. But if you are WWE, it's probably a good idea on your part, considering you are ultimately in the star creation process, to push people and to make them look good. This man, you know, I don't like him. He's an Olympic gold medalist. Yeah. Maybe just have him win his debut. Everyone wins a debut. Yeah, the thing is, right. I just, like, literally, everyone wins a debut pretty much. Yeah, WWE tried literally everything with Gable Stevenson. They, you know, put him out there, front and center, like you say, with all the, the plaudits, the NCAA stuff, obviously the, the Olympic gold medal. Um, they attached him with Kurt Angle. They had him do appearances at WrestleMania. He was involved in the draft a few years ago and then just wasn't used. And then they dropped him down to NXT. He did kind of a kick-ass thing at NXT underground, in certain people's opinion, at least. Um, but then, yeah, they set this match up and you thought, okay, debut match, Baron Corbin. Yes, Baron Corbin's got this new gimmick, but... It's bog standard, isn't it? Just go out there, beat Baron Corbin, who's just a generic heel at this point, and establish yourself. And they did a big video package of like, look at all the stuff he's done. And then he came out, and the fans at the, hang on one second, HEB Center in Cedar Park, Texas, yeah. did not like Gable Stevenson. They booed him the moment he came out there. It was a very sort of generic 
establishing babyface yeah. match in terms of Corbin at least attempted to sort of get heat by slowing him down and, and beating him up and going to five when he's kicking him in the corner and shouting at the referee and stuff and he got hugely over uh, as a result of that <laughs> by that I don't mean Gable Stevenson. and then yeah Gable Stevenson did the usual like firing up and then did, oh I'm Olympian so I'll chuck you all over the bloody place and then they just went to a double count out uh, there was already boost for Gable Stevenson, like I say prior to that and the you're not angle chance and then the fans just started shouting bull in the content game, there is an element you might have noticed of hyperbole in titles. <laughs> that has to be the worst. That, like, yeah. I'm not being funny. Again, I don't care. But if you're WWE and you've got a Olympic gold medalist in wrestling to debut, and he's meant to be like this game changer, like he is, and he's, they might as well pull. Uh, they might as well push Mike alone. In terms of <laughs> in terms of the personality, of this guy. Well done. He's Baron Corbin. <laughs> But you know what I mean? They might as well. But the idea is, you might as well try. Yeah. He's an investment. You've tried hard enough to recruit him. He's got some name value. In terms of, like, no one's really under the belief that this guy's got the charisma no, to exactly. be a huge megastar. Athletically, no question. But you've got to try, don't you? Yeah. I mean, I'm not that bothered. They, they brawled afterwards, by the way, after it went to a count out and the fans... Couldn't have cared less and still hated it. Put it this way, before it became apparent, oh, this guy's got out. Um <laughs> when he was appearing on television, right? Can you imagine? Go back like three years. Oh, you know, they're getting that Stevenson guy. Yeah. Three years later, yeah, he's going to debut on um, an NXT show to a double count out with Baron Corbin. Unbelievable. It's got to be the worst. And also... One of the funniest, but also the worst. Doesn't really help the comparisons that he's had with Kurt Angle, who had a rather different debut. <laughs> Yeah, it's one of those, they, yeah, it was their fault. Yeah. We'll get back to the Great American Bash in due course, because we have to talk about Rey Mysterio. Now. Yes, we've got an update on Rey Mysterio. Happily, it's a nice one. Um, if you watch SmackDown, you will recall that, just as it was like really sparking into life, a match with Santos Escobar, oh. um, something went awry. Um, it wasn't um, apparently the spot which brought an end to the match. That was tacked on and audible was called, basically as pretext to get the hell out of there, because um, in the words of Dave Meltzer, corroborating the report from Fightful Select that, no, this was not the planned finish. Something indeed went awry. Rey Mysterio had, um, quote, or paraphrase, um, got knocked loopy in yeah. the process of the match, hence why it was truncated. Um, I think the original plan was for Escobar to win um, regardless. Um, but note, Dave Meltzer has said that there were obviously concerns that he might be concussed, um, but that appears not to be the case, and he was doing fine, mercifully, after the fact. And that's great news for any wrestler, but yeah. Rey Mysterio's awesome as well. Yeah, devastating that it's, it cut short a match that had such potential there. We were really excited mm. about it, talking about it on the, the SmackDown preview on the What Cool Dressing podcast, wherever you get your podcast from on Friday. Yeah, Escobar and Mysterio had a really decent ceiling to it, but unfortunately, yeah, Mysterio, you could just tell, had kind of knocked Loopy at some point. They they uh, In storyline, like you say, did it because of the dive that uh, Santos hit to the outside. But yeah, Meltzer talks about it happening actually prior to that. Most important thing, though, like you say, is the fact that he's all right now because um, it's always worrying whether it's a legend, an, an, uh, an older wrestler, or just someone working, you know, some of their first matches. When anyone goes down like that and the referee kind of has to call it, always worrying. Yeah, but no, happily, happily, um, all appears to be well. And all was well overnight in the Wilborn household. Oh. <sighs> My God, I've been so excited. Full disclosure, right? Last night I was sort of up late and I thought, you know what, I'll stick on the Great American Bash for... I'll just watch the first match and see what happens. And the greatest thing in wrestling happened. <laughs> history. Ar arguably the finest moment in the history of the Great American Bash happened. I can't think of anything else major that's ever happened yeah, at that yeah, event. Yeah, yeah, more games. <laughs> 
but you have new tag team goddamn champions. Bada bing, bada boom. Tony D and Stax are your new tag team champions. They won the match uh, for the tag titles against Gallus at the Great American Bash in one of the greatest openers of all time. Um, it was the convoluted bollocks that you've come to expect from Gallus, basically. Joe Coffey attempting to run interference, distracting the wrestlers, getting involved in the match, and then getting twatted with a crowbar towards the finish as Tony D and Stax nailed uh, Wolfgang, I believe it was, with the... Doesn't really matter. No, bada boom, bada bing, to end Gallus's 176-day reign. It's felt like four years, to be honest. Uh, they won the titles, of course, Gallus, that is, from the New Day. Um, all the way back at Vengeance Day in February. They've had six successful title defences, but they couldn't stand up to the greatest tag team in history. That is Tony D'Angelo and Stax. We're going to be talking about this later, so I'm not going to go too hard right now, Sige. But, I mean, it couldn't happen to a nicer guy. No, realistically, yes. We will be talking about this later on our Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts from. But I was elated. Um, they've told us absolutely ridiculous story, but it's a long story, and uh, yeah, fans didn't care as much as you, Will Bond. No. But ultimately, <laughs> the titles got switched. So, if nothing else, what we are seeing here is accurate. Yeah, exactly. That is what you get, Gallus, for messing with the goddamn family. Let us know your thoughts on that and everything that went down the Great American Bash, by the way, in the comments section. Great American section. cash. Great American cash uh, in the <laughs> comments section below. Let's talk Zelina Vega. Yes, absolutely. Fightful Selective come through with a report. Port, uh, which is really typically WWE yeah. in my opinion so yeah. apparently you might remember Backlash um, an absolutely tremendous show we go back on like a weekly basis you and I and watch that Bad Bunny oh entrance. my god it's one of the best it's, uh, that was the moment to me where it crystallised Jesus Christ WWE is massive right yeah. now like absolutely massive like kind of cutting edge and the production was great so atypical anyway Elsewhere on that show, Rhea Ripley defeated Zelina Vega um, in a, you know, solid match that was received rapturously yeah. um, by the Puerto Rico fans. And the original plan was for a squash. <laughs> for a squash. Yeah, here she is. Bang, one, two, three. Like, you, you, you know, things have improved, in my opinion, moderately from the Vince McMahon regime. But that was, even though he's still there. Um, <laughs> but that was very much out of the Vince playbook of, I oh, like it. <laughs> And kiss my ass and just watch her get beat and see you next time assholes uh, so that was originally the plan but you know someone you know came up with the idea of you know they might like it yeah um, so they decided to make it more competitive I think it went seven minutes or something like that and of course um, Vega got that reaction and it was that reaction that according to Fightful Select that has driven her subsequent push as part of the um, merchandise sensation that mm. is the LWO she was obviously featured very heavily in the women's money in the bank match got a nice reaction there as well and this appears to just be the launching point for the career the in-ring career anyway it was Zelina Vega and she's very well liked she's so funny as well yeah I've seen her in a setting where Good patter. yeah she's patter so I'm happy to see that yeah um <laughs> this is hilarious this story coming out now like you say a backlash one of the, one of my favorite shows of the year they should go back to Puerto Rico every year for a pay-per-view you should rename it world Puerto Rico wrestling entertainment yes it's awesome um but I can't imagine how they would have reacted had she just come out there you know she had that big Puerto Rican themed entrance and then yeah Rhea just hit her with the riptide in the, inside like a minute but it is one of those things like I'm kinder to WWE post Vince McMahon he's still there um, th than you are but you know when people say it's really successful yeah and you know when people say it's oh, incredible say that oh check it out Papa H is cooking right, I'm guilty of it occasionally 
Every day. I mean, this booking decision is the equivalent of going from like a pot noodle to a microwave meal. Being like, Jesus, <laughs> someone knows how to cook lasagna? That's like, it was so blatantly obvious. We all knew Zelina wasn't going to win the title, but give her a fighting chance. They did do that in the end. Smarter heads prevailed. But yeah, just a reminder that Vince is, is always there. He shouldn't be, but he always, he always bloody is. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Uh, right, let's move on to your Twitter questions. At WhatCultureWWE, of course, you want to get in touch with us on uh, first question today comes from Lewis Willing. Thank you for your question, Lewis. I uh, thought this would be a perfect question for you, Sige. On a scale of one to Tiger Driver 91, how excited are you for AW at Wembley? That's Tiger Driver 91 because I'm going. Um, if I wasn't going, I would be a little bit concerned the word, or do we live in a really insta-take, negative... I mean, I can't really talk about <laughs> that, to be honest. It's weird that, A, they've not announced a single thing, B, what they've teased, I don't necessarily think. I've been using the word Wembley-sized a lot. Mm -hmm. Wembley-sized in my head, whether it's politically impossible or not, is CM Punk versus Kenny Omega. Or, you know, something absolutely gigantic. It's 80,000 tickets they're trying to sell. Yeah, I mean, it's got a realistic shot of being the highest paid attendance in the history of the industry. And, like, with all due respect, like, Moxley Cassidy is a great upper card um, attraction in that you've got two people who've never wrestled. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, never wrestled once. They've had the odd interaction here and there. They are cornerstones of that company. It's wild that the booking is so patient um, that they've not really collided yet. And, you know, if they do a double juice bloodbath, it could be incredible. <laughs> but it's a Wembley size. Mm. That's a word I keep going back to. I want this show, and maybe it's unrealistic to be like Forbidden Door Times 2. Yeah. When. I don't also understand the discourse about well, it's a month away you're going to get matches just wait what sold people on the hype of Forbidden Door um, 2 is the pretty very early announcement are oh, you going to get Danielson and Carter yeah yeah, great thank you that's that's like Nirvana to me yeah a nerd um, I was expecting something early along those lines it's like a line like a marker to say right here's what you're going to get Get all the way excited about it. And it's kind of weird that for the Wembley show of all things, we haven't got that yet. Mm. So if I wasn't going uh, a seven, 
It's one of those, they could do anything. You, when you see that spectacle, yeah. that vista of fans, it'll be insane. Yeah, one bonus question I wanted to ask in, a, in addition to Did Lewis's you submit a question. question like? um, I didn't, but I can subvert the rules. Um, is What did you make of the conversation over the weekend where I think it was Bully Ray maybe was suggesting don't announce anything at this point and have it all revealed on the night. It's, it's so original, no one's ever really done that before. Because like you say, There's a reason sort of... why no one's ever done it before. You know what I mean? Like... It's not the mystery vortex in Reseda, as much as I like those shows, you know. Yeah. It's not that. Yeah. It, it goes against every grain of promotion. And, you know, so did a lot of things that worked out. Maybe Bully Ray has got the uh, the ticket to, you know, I don't know, he's wrong. <laughs> Fair he, enough. He is wrong. Uh, Tolly Television gives us our next question. Thank you, Tolly, for this. Uh, hello, lads. Like Twitter's recent rebranding, of course, two eggs. Um, which current star is in need of a rebranding? Oh, well, obviously Cable. It's Stevenson. Cable Stevenson, isn't it? Like that's the thing. He didn't even he, have the best suplex on Takeover <laughs> uh, on uh, Great American Bash. Yeah, yeah he did. Who? This guy. That Tony D. Um, yeah, like well, I mean, you uh, could just lean into it, couldn't you? The the I'm a him being like I'm a Olympic, a bit like Kurt like, did, a bit like the superiority yeah. complex. It's like oh, well, you hate what you cannot be. He hasn't got the chops to pull that off. Oh, I think that would be a waste of time. In terms of who I think. Not a rebrand, okay, but like a uh, maybe just a reminder of something that this wrestler used to be able to do incredibly well. I think Hangman Page needs to rediscover his patter. Yeah, uh, yes. he's one of my favourite wrestlers in the scene. I think, and this is very AEW pilled. I apologise. I think he's got a case for being one of the greatest in the ring of all time. If you look at the dense cluster of stuff he's done on Dynamite and on pay-per-views. You could put that body of work up against anyone, bearing in mind that some of his TV work is like better than most TV matches ever. Like Danielson Hangman on Winter Is Coming, put mm. that against anyone's pay-per-view matches. Yeah. Um, I loved the moment where there's a backstage segment. It's February 2020. It's an amazing time to be a wrestling fan. It actually is. And um, gets chastised by Matt Jackson for having a drink. And Matt Jackson says, that's the problem right there. And Jackson yanks the uh, the, the, the pint-sized mm-hmm. beer from him. Paige goes, and then it can't possibly physically happen, but that absurdity makes the bit. He just gets a picture and just starts <laughs> drinking from there. When was the last time Paige did something like that? You've been saying this with him and Britt Baker a lot. Recently. Yeah, it just feels like a lot of the characters in AEW Dynamite used to feel like really like incidentally funny. They could just do these like random non sequiturs that didn't detract from like the weight of the material mm. that they were like performing at the time. It just felt a little bit different. So yeah, and it's one of those where he was in a really interpersonal feud with the elite at the time, he can still do these non sequiturs on occasion. And I don't know, other than the odd lower third, which he always had, yeah. it hasn't felt like that magical part of the Hangman character has been a thing for me. So, I don't know, just rediscover that. Mm. And move away from, I don't know if I'm friends with the Dark Order anymore. <sighs> Get on with it. I'll say, if we're not saying, well, we are saying Gable Stevenson, you have to turn that heel there. Um, I will say Karrion Cross. Because despite his dominant victory over Carl Anderson on SmackDown Friday night, no one believes his character because you keep doing this. You keep having, like, choke people out and beat the crap out of them. And then when it comes to the big match, usually against AJ Styles, he just loses. And it just chokes. So just just change something up. But, yeah. 
kind of spoiled for choice to be right now, to be perfectly honest. Uh, final question today. You can tell I've picked the questions, and uh, Andy's not here to keep to keep a tight leash on me. Tell you off. Yeah, because uh, Troy gives us our final question today. Thank you, Troy. If after Jessica, Jessica McKay, aka the uh, formerly known as Billy Bloody K, of course, has of, of the oh, iconics. Has her baby and wishes to resume her wrestling career with Cassie Lee, formerly known as Peyton Bloody Royce, of course. Should they, A, Michael Sidgwick, return to WWE as the Iconics again, return to Impact as the Inspiration again, or go to AW slash Ring of Honor and start a new tag team division? I don't necessarily think they fit in the in-ring heavy converse. Mm -hmm. So I would take them out there. If I'm being realistic... Um, the, the context of Impact Wrestling, there's kind of elastic quality, like they've got the Undead Realm and they can do like more mm -hmm. comedy, I guess. They didn't, they, they didn't take off there, if no. I'm being honest. I think that if they're going to do anything else, they should go back to WWE. And I honestly think that interactions between the Iconics and Chelsea Green. Oh! There's some stuff there. I think there is genuinely good material there. Um, and it's really not often that you get to see the women's division get to flex their comedic muscles. And um, again, Dr. Britt Baker was the most over when she did that. I'm not ad advocating for all wrestlers should be funny, but like it is really entertaining when they can pull mm -hmm. it off. And I think there's something in that dynamic. Yeah, there was the video of them the, with the, the classic, you got a journalism for that? You gotta be joking me interview. Uh, did the rounds again on Twitter the other day. And yeah, just reminded me how great they were as a team, how underutilized, I mean, they had a tag team title reign, but they just, WWE really didn't commit to something like that. I think they would fit perfectly right now in the women's tag division in WWE. Um, but I'm not gonna sit here like some wrestling fans and say, well, after they've had the baby, probably back to work in about three weeks or something, isn't it? Yeah, I know. It's one of those weird things. <laughs> it's nice that you want to see them come back. Though. But yeah, I would love to see them back in WWE, just as I loved seeing these guys become NXT Tag Team Champions. Forget about it. Gallus is leaving with the vision. <laughs> Let us know your thoughts on everything in the comments and check out this video. We'll see you later. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.